After a good couple of weeks off, we are back with another episode of Brevity Fox. Episode 59. 059, and that's kind of blowing my mind. But that's um, crazy. I kind of need this. It is a little crazy. We've come a long way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've been part of this now for many episodes. What, 45, 46, 48 episodes, I think. Because you came around episode 11 and episode 12, right? I think so, yeah. So most of this show has been you involved, thankfully. And, uh, you know, it's going to be you and me now for anybody listening. We're going to be Sans Brando, if you've uh, not been keeping up with us. He decided to take a step away, and we, uh, we wish him all the best. He'll be back around here and there. We'll try to drag his ass back in here to give you some of his uh, delightful negative humor that we've come to adore so much. Makes everybody get the warm fuzzies. But <laughs> before we get started, yeah, we miss him, of course. I need somebody to keep me grounded. We're going to have to find a, a c- other volunteers to make sure they take their shots at me. I'm sure Becky will do a good job in the meantime. Um, Brevity Box is brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. You've heard me talk about it before. Other podcasts brought to you by the network are Cinephile Hissy Fit, Ruminations of Red Rum, both centered around movies, Red Rum about horror. Cinephile Hissy Fit really covers a wide, any movies, lots of reviews, uh, Rotten Tomato certified um, critics. Don and Will do a great job. We've also got Retro Futurist Culture, which is, my, my advice is always to check it out because it covers everything that you didn't realize was in that brand. And if you know what I'm talking about, then you know there's not a lot of shows that cover things like that and you should check it out. To find anything and everything about the roster of programs that we have on our network, go to www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. You're going to find everything you need to see there, and you'll find all kinds of opportunities to support what we do. Um, You can start by hitting subscribe if you like it, and we'll get on from there. We're going to start today by moving far away from everything that's going on in current events i think if you are paying attention at all (laughs) you know that it can be a a heavy heavy thing and we've got a lot on our minds so we're going to try to distract you a little bit with other shit is one of the few times that i gotta say i know we've covered johnny depp's uh and amber heard's trial before but what a weird welcome distraction oh to God. see amazing that train wreck just keep flowering <laughs> just and blossoming getting better and, and better keep and me, better. <laughs> it really is I, I mean, I expect some sort of crazy miniseries on Netflix. Oh, I hope so. You know what I mean? To to sort of recreate this whole oh, thing. And today, I you don't know, know if I, I anything from today's today's has been good. I saw a couple of headlines. Yeah. So catch us up. Uh, today, um, well, now it's like cross. So now we're getting like um, different witnesses that Johnny cross examination yeah, for so, the layman. Yeah, Johnny's <laughs> team. I feel like a professional lawyer now. I've been watching it so much. Um, Johnny's team gets to question, and um, she who shall not be named's team gets to question some of the other witnesses. But Kate Moss did a deposition today about. How Amber Heard said she was pushed down the stairs, but Kate Moss is like, no, I fell. <laughs> and then So this is an interesting thing. I wanna I wanna focus on that for a second, yeah. then you keep going if you don't mind. So I don't know. And then you'll have to kind of fill in the blanks here. I read the headline, I started reading the article, and then I got distracted. Mm-hmm. But I mean, okay, Kate Moss, uh world famous supermodel, very successful model. Supermodel of the world. Supermodel, gorgeous, and had a huge long term. They were married, right? Johnny Depp and no, they Kate dated. Moss. They dated for a long time. Just for a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I had never heard of there being some sort of allegations of abuse or anything. I didn't even, uh, and I don't follow the trial all that much, but I didn't know that Amber Heard had mentioned anything about their relationship. So, where did that come from? Was she just randomly threw it out as some sort of, hey, I can prove he's a bad guy because he pushed his ex-girlfriend down the stairs? Actually, I think what had happened was there have been a couple times where if you're like watching the court TV stream of it, which I highly recommend, (laughs) um, 
<laughs> you can see her mess up while she's like recanting her story. Like um, there have been times where she's like, they talk a lot about, about this bruise kit and she's gone on to like, not call it a makeup kit, but call it an actual bruise kit. So it's just like little oh mess ups gosh. here and there. And anytime you mess up in like your testimony, that opens a whole bag of worms. And so um, she said something about, I channeled Kate Moss in my head from when Johnny pushed her down the stairs. And that opened Johnny's team to call <laughs> Kate Moss in as a witness in Johnny's favor to say, hey, this is another example of Amber Heard lying. We're getting Kate Moss to confirm the story. So we're at the point of now where the team's starting to like call out her lies. Well, and she was already screwing herself up from what I've read. Oh, I mean, it's and, and been bad. Like, let's, so this is an important point to, to kind of bring up is that for anybody who's not really paying attention, like I'm not watching uh, court TV. I feel like it should be now, but I'm not. And what I do watch is on YouTube as clips or it's, uh, uh, you know, somebody doing a, a not a review, but, you know, kind of going over the fact that she's blowing her case. And I catch these little headlines and articles and just based on that, I can tell that she's, well, let me put this way. I can't say I can tell. It is very hard not to see her as being this person who is a fraud, right. who's lying, who's just, uh, you know, struggling to keep her story straight. I, I think I had, uh, read that her sister had admitted to lying or, or hitting herself or something to that point. Yeah. What was it? What? Yeah. And, and then, um, her, her, the one that made me laugh was, I guess her attorney was like, I'm doing the best that I can. Yeah. And like literally her like sighing and starting crumbling. to have her own little meltdown. Her attorney is crumbling. Her attorney just better like retire God, after what, what this a, case. Like, She's pretty much done. I mean, what a terrible thing, right? Because, mm -hmm. I mean, do you blame the attorney? I have, being that you've watched more of it than I have, this doesn't sound like, I mean, just reading the small bit of the article that I read, excuse me on that, um, it just sounded like the attorney has a client that is, is not sticking to whatever plan they might have had right. and is flailing wildly. And at this point, there's just nothing for her to be able to do. Is there some sort of, like, are they not working together at all? But I feel like, like, as an attorney, her job is to kind of wrangle her client in a little bit. And I don't think she's done a good job at that. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> as a, she's like got this her client team. sounds like a really crazy though, yeah, right? Her I client mean, like, really, is fucking nuts. really crazy. <laughs> um, but I just, it seems I like don't, it. I think she could be held up at fault for some of it just because um in a lot of the you know questioning she looks very unprepared um and a lot of the time she doesn't know how to turn the microphone on to object um oh no so it's really are you serious yeah there was a there's a big thing That's... she throws these little hissy fits that i've never seen an attorney throw um johnny has a great uh female attorney her name's camille and she'll just like get on the button and objection objection <laughs> objection and it just stuns amber's attorney to the point of where she just gets like discombobulated and it like couldn't go on like it well it seems to be falling apart at the seams mm -hmm. at every single place like the whole thing that she was supposed to donate the money we covered that i think in our last episode a little yeah. bit but I heard I heard or read about her saying it was like buying a house, and then somebody was like, "No, yeah, it's not. Promised, You're not buying yeah. a house." <laughs> or pledge. I, I mean, pledge it, it seems the money. like. <laughs> and now I read an article that apparently that that something came from Elon Musk while they were dating. It didn't come from her. Like there's, it, it's it is truly well, a soap. I, I love to see it for him because he spent the last six years like. Losing everything. And now it's like, oh, now we're seeing like 
the real Johnny Depp and like we're getting like, oh, she is fucking crazy. Like she's making this up. She has to be. And it's kind of like him getting like vindicated almost. I mean, despite what the verdict is going to be, he's already won, in my opinion. Well, in the court of public opinion, it seems like. In my opinion, it's the most important. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, who cares about them? Who cares about everybody else? It's all about me. Well, you know, it's interesting because, um, admittedly, I don't know Amber Heard. You know, I want to mention a couple of these articles before I get into, like, the deeper thoughts on this. Is You know, I, I did read about her comparing herself to Jason Momoa. And like some Hollywood executive was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah. <laughs> you are nothing like that, dude. You're not even close." Um, uh, then I, I read—I don't know exactly what this reference was, but I, I saw a headline in passing today about a TMZ sig- laying out some executive from TMZ suggesting that she was the one who leaked a no, Johnny no, Depp no. tape. They, um, what tape they, was this? There's some kind of tape. An interview or something where something comes out. I'm not 100% sure on it, but TMZ posted it on their website and said the source was um, wanted to stay confidential. And Johnny's team subpoenaed them to tell them where they got the tape. And TMZ is re- wanting to refuse um, telling them who gave them the tape. And the judge is like, you have to tell us. You've been subpoenaed. So if it was Amber giving them a tape, she's just royally fucked herself. I think that's what they're getting at is they know that Amber gave TMZ this tape, whatever the tape is. And um, TMZ is like, well, she paid us. (laughs) Because that's where I think the money went. I think the money went to pay people, pay people off. And I think TMZ is part of Well, that, that makes payoff. sense. And I think keeping And the, she wanted the publicity of saying she was going to donate it or pledge it to yeah. our charity. So now TMZ has, has to admit who their source was. And I think that's going to get really interesting. Because it could either be her or it could be somebody in her team. And if those two are the case, then I think that the judge needs to stop it and be like, this is done. Because the judge has that. So I, I've never. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, the the judge sounds like a baller. She's fucking hilarious. I think it's important to note yeah. that the the judge sounds like she doesn't let anything uh, go. Like she's on top of everything. She really does. She um, keeps a good. She's keeping it like they they have a time limit for this case. Every day she starts the trial, she reminds them like you know this is how much time. <laughs> Sorry. Um, this is how much time um, Mr. Depp's team has. This is how much time Miss Hurd's team has. Blah blah blah. If you once you hit your limit, you're done. You can't talk anymore. And I think now at this point, like Amber's team only has like four hours left, so they have to use everything very like sparingly. <laughs> and Johnny's team has like forty well, hours. He, there's just a ton of things commenting on how charming he's been, and he's got the whole. Uh, you know, everybody in the courtroom is laughing with him and Mm -hmm. that he's been, um, I don't know, uh, suave, charming. But I think that's just who he is as a person. I mean, that's who I, like you watch him and you're like, I I would imagine that's who he is. I don't think he's putting on an act for anybody. I don't think he's, you know, I think he's just being genuinely himself. Which is really cool. Well, and to that end, to that end, I, I don't, I think I would feel differently about him if he was, if there was some effort to paint him as this innocent person who had nothing wrong with him. And I think what makes it so believable, again, I need to point out, I'm not paying the kind of attention that, that, you know, I know a lot of people are, but if it's seeming this way to me, then I can only imagine how clear as day it is to anybody paying, putting in the time to read about it or watch it avidly. And that's that he owns his, his faults. 
Yes. Like he's not saying he doesn't have an issue with uh, drugs or anger or, you know, whatever it is that he uh, is, is, is not a perfect person. He's not trying to say he's a perfect person. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and that's exactly how he comes across when they, anytime he's on the stand, you know, he'll admit, yeah, I egged her on. You know, or he'll say, yeah, how I could, reacted. How, I, <laughs> how could you not, though, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying, I mean, I, I don't. I know Brando and I were making uh, vague references or, or in our last episode when we were talking about it, but I've definitely been. So this is kind of more of a deeper dive into this subject matter. And I have questions for you because, you know, of it, of sort of what this does for uh, two women in different circumstances, because I've, I've referenced before that I've was grew up in a household where, you know, women were not, my mother, my sisters were not treated particularly well. And I had, I I mean, they were abused hundred percent shit on second class, not given the kind of respect uh, any individual deserves. Uh, And so I saw that at a very young age. And so growing up and getting to where I was an adult or, you know, high school is a different animal because, I mean, let's be fair, you're kids and you have random crazy ass emotions. I don't know if I can use that. And hormones like crazy. So I don't know if that qualifies for what I'm saying, but I've been in relationships before I got married as an adult where you the, there there has been a situation situations where there's an argument and the aggressor the person getting more physically animated more wanting to dominate was her mm-hmm. not me and to the point where it was that person antagonizing and of course because of that awareness that i have and that upbringing i have and what i saw as a kid i would i've never raised my hand to anybody but i would certainly talk some shit right (laughs) i would certainly because that was the only weapon i had you know you don't i wouldn't demean but i certainly would i can relate to somebody antagonizing a person and then just getting out of the situation Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, is, has there been a, a lot of that from him is where he would just exit? Yeah. Because I mean, I hear stories about them throwing bottles or, you know, she threw a bottle at him. She right? threw the bottle but at him and then he, he would, wrote in blood on the wall. And then walked I mean, away. Talk about <laughs> the epitome of a creative. I mean, this is, he's going to be remembered 200 years from now as some sort of Van Gogh type, you know, cutting off his ear <laughs> you know, or something like that. And I, I mean, he's, I, I, I kind of, I, I, what gets me worried about it, and I've heard a few comments or read a couple of things about this, with the movement that had been garnering some momentum, um, and no commentary on, on the negative aspects, if there are some of any of these movements where it's believe women, uh, I think anybody, regardless of gender, is capable of being full of shit Mm -hmm. or lying to hurt somebody or being manipulative but it does seem like the the real life drawback of this situation is that amber heard is single-handedly almost suppressing the believability of women that are truly in a bad situation because it's totally believable right it's totally believable that you're going to have a situation where somebody's really in a bad situation tries to bring it to light and everybody goes "Uh oh got another amber turd girl here yeah you know somebody's you know and that what she's so that's kind of where so i mean you know not to put you on the spot right Mm -hmm. but you're in that position you can totally see it do you feel like I mean, do you have that, even though you're enjoying the shit out of this and seeing her go down, but you do, you do have some perspective on that. And I do, do you have like a resentment to her? I do because I've been a victim. But, and so the believability of it has notoriously through history been not good for women. I know for, and, and where it's getting somewhat better in, in recent years now, this is a huge, huge setback. Right. It took me a long time to get 
people to believe what had happened in my personal life to me for them to think that I was actually telling the truth that somebody could actually do that. And now seeing like all of this happen, it's like, what the fuck? Like all the, all these steps we've taken and we're starting to believe more people and you know, you've got law and order and like, yes, always believe the victim, no matter what you always believe them until, you know, and now it's like, well, she played this victim, but now she's getting, you know, her story's unraveling. And now we're set back to, well, do we really believe her? Like, it's just horrible. Well, and not only just that, but the the manipulative sort of mental abuse that can come when you're inside the house. Mm-hmm. And it's just the the man and the woman, and he's literally saying it out loud to the person he's abusing. Yeah. Go ahead. Nobody's going to believe you. I'm just going to point. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to point out that, you know, you're just like Amber Heard, mm-hmm. right? And how many, how many, and, and the, here's the shit thing about it. There are guys that aren't famous or charming like Johnny Depp mm-hmm. who have been lied about yeah, and are bitter and become not allies. Yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they have, they have a bitterness and that's all going to make some perfect storm for, for, some, for somebody who can't exactly get out. And that's exactly what happened to me. Because that's 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 the part that bothers me. Because I mean, I have a niece I think about, yeah, who's a lovely person and and strong in so many ways. But in that situation, I don't know. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I in, I don't know. Especially and then, in these I, I, days, go ahead. in this day and age, like you don't you don't know people. You know, like you you match with somebody on a dating app because you read two sentences of their life, two sentences, and you're matching with that person. You know, like you read a bio on match.com or you're at the grocery store and they smell nice. You don't know these people, but you invite them into your life because something tells you to, you know, that's a scary part. It seems crazy. It it just seems, and it's, it's, and it's going to be difficult because I mean, thankfully I'm, um, you know, I think I'm a good man. Oh, I, you you know, you know my wife really well. I'm, you know, I'm supportive. I think a good like a good man and, can be defined as a man you know, that has never laid a hand on a woman. Never, never, never. Yeah. And it, and and I'm just that's no, I don't, I don't. And that that's long story. I'm not going to turn this into being about me. But do you know how it makes me feel grateful that I'm not in the situation where I have to prove that I'm not. A bad man, right. you know what I mean? But like that's like, the day where, and I, age. where that suspicion is like sort of lingering mm-hmm. around me, and um, yeah, I mean, I'm argumentative, but I'm not. I don't yell. Yeah, that's the thing. I know. I know plenty of dudes who raise their voice. Uh, I can tell you, my my. I mean, my sister was my mentor when I was a little boy, because that was my older sister. My older brother had already been gone for a while. Mm -hmm. And I definitely saw her having to amp up her aggressive energy to men. I mean, she's good at it, Mm -hmm. right? She can be pretty scary. But, but based on perspective, somebody in a different position might go, oh, there's somebody who's, you know, they can twist that story. Right. They can spin that 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 thing, and without any type of digging or insight, it just kind of it's a crazy thing. Because I mean, the court case is funny on a lot of levels, and but it's hard to to not, at least from my perspective, see that it does hurt. I mean, look, it simultaneously brings it to a more realistic level where you can't believe every single person, exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Not not trying to dash trust women or believe women i'm just saying people are assholes before before there's a gender involved there's a manipulative asshole in there maybe and a lot of times it's easier as i think we've learned that right from from our lives so far we've learned that people can just your average person it's easier for them to (laughs) to to stereotype Mm -hmm. right 
just a stereotype. Exactly, yeah. So it's like you're going to have somebody who has a tendency to cry under stress. And all of a sudden they go, oh, well, she's fine. There you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like it's going to be. I feel personally uh, I, I feel attacked bad for by that, that one. Reality. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was talking about myself. Okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's, 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 um, it's, it's one of those things I don't think can be talked. I mean, you have to talk about the two of them together. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, it, it's this meta impact that I think, you know, we could laugh about this and, and, and Johnny Depp is definitely somebody who's a damaged individual and needs to work on himself. That's fine. But that doesn't make him a, a an abusive monster exactly. that deserves that to she's lose she's painted him to be for the last six years. Yeah. So what, so let's, let's kind of, being that you're the expert come from the two of us on this whole thing, <laughs> where, what do you think the motive for that part is? Like, I, I like it's one thing. Is she just truly out of her fucking mind? I, I honestly think she is. Th- this was always going to be the case. I don't or think it do was always think- going to be the case. I think she's, I think she's got that sociopath personality. Like, I think she's going to hurt anybody she touches. Period. Like she gets off on being able to, well, at least until she's been exposed. She gets off. She on was really the getting victim. a high off of. Well, as a power play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean this this reminds me of like uh, Ed Norton in Fight Club when he goes into the dude's office and goes, "I am Jack's complete lack of surprise," and punches himself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> And and like just beats the shit out yeah. of himself, and then when the security pops into the office, he's holding onto the hands of his boss. His boss didn't do a damn right. thing, and he's like, "Please stop <laughs> hitting me." It's I mean, it's exactly like that. I think she she needs help. Period. Mentally, um, and she's just a liar. I think there's. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, where you just lie all compulsive. the time. Compulsive. Yeah, that's she's the word. She's just a compulsive yeah, liar. She's a compulsive liar. I think she lies about everything and anything because she wants to look like the victim and everything. So everyone can be like, oh, I feel so bad for you. Oh, my God. Oh, man. She's an emotional vampire. She is. That's a, she that's a good word. She feeds off that energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I totally not my invention. If anybody who watches what we do in the shadows, you should watch it. The concept of an emotional vampire is hilarious because it's basically this totally normal looking person who, instead of feeding off of the blood of others, anytime somebody comes by her, she goes, Oh, well, this tragedy happens. And she starts talking about it. And then when people start pouring out their sympathy, that's what feeds her. Yeah. And so it's a hilarious concept, but that's what it sounds like to me. You know what I mean? Like, it just sounds like that's, that's what's going on. It's exactly um, what's going on. Who, who, I don't know who I heard. Uh, I, I want, I, I'm going to mess this up because I don't remember who I heard say this, but I thought it was worth bringing up and asking. And it's the last thing we'll, we'll cover on this is that, you know, do you think that Amber Heard is one of these people who is so any any of these following things delusional uh just damaged in some way mentally where she believes these things like she's not aware that they're bullshit like in her mind this is how she's experienced them or through looking at the way the case is played out, is it clear she's aware that they're bullshit and she just keeps trying to go back to the same trick. She's aware. And I think she's, I think I don't feel sorry for a lot of the story. Um, from her, one of her makeup artists. Oh shit. Because yeah, one of the makeup artists, they were getting to know each other or something like that. I can't remember which one, but um, was like, I literally told her my story and how I got out. And then all of a sudden I opened the papers and she's telling this, telling my story, but from her perspective. Yeah. That, that, see, that kind of 
insecurity in a person scares me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm uncomfortable with people who are that uncomfortable with themselves. And I mean, just that they have to na- they have to build a narrative. Just listening to this, like to the audio being played of her like egging him on. Oh, come on, Johnny, who's going to believe that I abused you? Like how can you not see that that she's not the one to blame in a lot of this? Like <laughs> it, would, she's it an just instigator. seems like she should have that it just seems like that when on those recordings she should have that demon voice that cheesy yes like bad demon oh, voice that, like there's the some guy huge in, monster inside um, of her who's the guy from the fantasy football show what's his name he has that like on really, NFL network no it was the fantasy the scripted and uh, fantasy football oh. show i can't think of the name right now it's talking about the lead? Yeah, that one. <laughs> I couldn't think of the name. My brain is oh. gone. <laughs> um, <the guy laughs> well, we'll talk about why in just a second. Uh, with the really, really annoying voice that is on that oh, cartoon yeah, now yeah. The, on Netflix. Yeah, the bald guy. The puberty monster. No. What's his name? Oh, yes, 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 Nick yes, Kroll, yes, yes, yes. Right? Uh, yeah, uh, Nick Kroll. Uh, Nick Kroll. Yeah, that's yeah, how Nick I Kroll. feel like her voice should be. Yeah, you're right. The hormone monster yeah. from from uh, is perfect, yeah. and the crow would do that mm-hmm. voice. You're right; it should be in that voice because it seems like that that amount of awareness to know, like it makes you. It, that's I'm telling you, the show's going to be great. Yeah. Whenever it's on Netflix, just that character entering into the house and dropping into that level of awareness of what they can do. the 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 crap thing is, is it's just it's sad. To happen to anybody. It's horrible that to it anybody. happened this way. One way or the other. And no nobody deserves to be wrongfully. And you know, like we we have like been that. robbed of another pirates movie with Johnny Depp. Not that I was a huge fan, but <laughs> still, man. Come on now. People love that character. People it's love good. that. And it's a great character. You know, and we could have we could have been okay. robbed of, you know, like the Harry Potter franchise. Like that could have been a great I mean, they're great movies. Don't get me wrong. I love a good, you know, Fantastic Beast. But let's not take it away from him. Yeah. He's a he's a he's great, a great actor, actor but and he's an iconic actor. And we don't know what he, he could have stumbled he across. Been, that and been it could have been something great, and it could have made one of these movies that you know the last couple years. But because he's been fighting this, you know, it's kind of God. Can him. you imagine? I mean, imagine retroactively. There's got to be some families out there where something real happened, mm-hmm. and now after this case, they're like, "Well, maybe it didn't happen." Yeah, I think a lot of I think I'm a lot of up. I think you're gonna see a lot of a lot more men coming forward about being verbally abused in their relationships because I think this case has made it. Not well, but there's no listen. As a, I can tell you the truth, as a I'm, there's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing to do. You, there's just nothing to do. You're not going to restrain, yeah, a an angry person that's in front of you. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're not. It's you're just not without facing serious ramifications. And I've been in those situations where there's something being thrown, right? You know, and and like you, you know, you talk about the bottles and things like that. What do you do? You know, and it, it it changes the the way that those things play out in your mind. You can't, you sort of have to just leave or walk away or go into the room and shut the door, kind of thing. I just which hate the by I hate classic the, standards seems so unmasculine, yeah. right? Like I hate the <laughs> I just one, can't right now. The one narrative she wrote though with this whole case, she has these two pictures of her. Where she talks about, oh, he beat me within an inch of my life. Within an inch of my life, I thought I was going to die. And the only two pictures she could provide from that are pictures that are, number one, incredibly photoshopped, like saturated to the extreme with filters, um, which is like a small, almost like rosacea outbreak on her cheek. And if you... If you're calling that getting beat within an inch of your life, 
What happened to Rihanna when Chris Brown oh, beat yeah. her? What do you call that? Right. She dead? <laughs> like No, she wouldn't she wouldn't call yeah. that. Yeah. She wouldn't. She would she would she would feel like like it, and look, it, before we knew all the reality the way it is now, that would have been considered bad form. Mm-hmm. Right? If if you heard this story and you by all means you think it's true and then you're a well this person had it worse. That's not where that's not, nobody's going to say that. Right. Exactly. But now I'm just saying like, like, and I know from like what I went through and what I experienced, I would have never said that. Cause I, I, I mean, I never went to the hospital, but I still had like marks, you know, like, so it's just people are bad at communication though, especially in a situation like that. It's, how fucked up would it be if a person's in an abusive situation, but it's not Rihanna Chris Brown abusive? Just goes, Yeah, I'm in an abusive relationship, but nothing like Chris Brown. Yeah. Rihanna. I mean, but still, like the <laughs> you're not gonna the do that. That's a bad of idea. coming within an inch of your life. It's a terrible, yeah. you know, outdated statement, but mm-hmm. it's it's and look, even that on some level. Seems manipulative, mm-hmm. right? Choosing those words specifically, and the, like oh, this is this is somebody who's read a lot of scripts. She like stares at the jury. Right? I don't even know anybody <laughs> who who does like, that. Who she uses says that phrase in she real just life? Stares at the jury, like oh, it's horrible. She's a she's an awful person. It sounds cheesy. It sounds cheesy. Well, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up this one. Probably revisit it because there's more to come. I'm sure uh, it's not over yet, and we know where it's going to go, but like I said, the Netflix show is going to be great. We're going to take a minute for a little uh, station ident, a little word from our sponsor. We'll be right back. We know you've been scared watching horror movies by yourself. Well, now you don't have to. Hang out with Ruminations of Red Rum, all things horror from movies to the latest spooky games we've played. Come hang out, but hurry. The killer's behind you. All right, we are back from our break. Uh, Totally went a little deep dive into Johnny Depp, Amber Heard's internal struggles being played out on television. I got to watch Court TV now. Yeah. Got to get into the reruns a little bit. Or um, if you're on the Twitter, articles have been entertaining a, enough. I mean. One of the Court TV people is live tweeting, and that's entertaining too. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I bet it is. <laughs> well, let's take a little bit of the focus off of stuff outside of the podcast. Let's put a little bit on the focus inside of the podcast. The title of this episode for me, I think says a lot um, about how I feel about what you've accomplished here, Becky. Uh, and I want to, I want to go into it a little bit uh, for anybody who hasn't paid attention to uh, my awesome co-host here. Uh, before I even go into that, I am married to a amazing nurse professional she's the best i i've seen that person she's fucking killer um and and i've seen that person take uh her career very seriously and one of the things that i think is amazing about nursing as a career in general is there are these opportunities for growth i don't want to call it a corporate ladder but i think that's a good metaphor right you can increase your 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 of course your pay rate and your clout but also your ability to actually perform care for people who need it on a whole nother level and you just went through like i i, I mean i know i'm going a little bit hard here but it's like you took the bar exam or it's like you took the mcat i mean this is like. one of the most difficult examinations to get through and i don't even know what the right i mean is it your neonatal exam i mean is that what you would call it what do yeah, you call it's that? a certification is exam to certify you and you so the test is crazy i saw my wife go through this brooke went through this and both of you are are similar in the sense that you you guys get focused on something and you go full tilt yeah studying consuming studying 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 and then you are a ball of stress and anxiety and obviously i I, i'm super just congratulations on kicking the shit out of it passing it on your first go which from everything i remember when brooke had gone through this is not 
everybody. Right. This is not something people go through like a breeze. So I want I want you to talk about it a little bit because I think it's no small thing and I think it's awesome as an accomplishment yeah. personally and professionally. And I also kind of want to make a little fun of you for being such a stress ball (laughs) post-exam, but you need to talk about why you were such a stress ball post-exam. Okay. So first off, you, you know, my, the title of the cast was that you went Gucci and got an (laughs) update buff so you can flex (laughs) on nursing, which I think is pretty accurate. (laughs) So, I mean, what, I mean, what's, what started this? I mean, what, what made you... What makes any nurse want to go for that, for this kind of trial by well, fire? For me, it's a little bit different. So um, I, your wife was my preceptor when I started my job. So she trained me in the NICU. And now I've taken on that role of like training new hires into the NICU. Not fun. Unless it's somebody like you, <laughs> which is rare. I hope I was fun for your wife. Which is rare. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are friends. Like Jesus, yeah, clicked. you were. <laughs> um, and I recently had an orientee with me who told me I was not smart, that I was not a good NICU nurse, that I was not smart enough to pass any kind of test, and she didn't know why she got stuck with me. And I was like, oh, really? To be, Interesting. <laughs> to be fair, this sounds like an entitled uh yeah, oh, she's a bunch a of bad word. things I could think she's of. She's a C-word. Yeah, okay. Hands down. Okay. Um yeah. nobody hard, nobody hard, likes hard her. Hard C. Hard yeah. C. Um and I was like appalled. <laughs> Cause I I mean, I know I'm not I don't know everything and I, you know, I may do things a little bit different, but God, to say some something like that to somebody that takes a lot of balls. So, First off, you're getting trained into a position. Yeah. You, for anybody to have that attitude to just go, you know what? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but I can fuck you. <laughs> when does that shit? Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, what kind of fucking Karen does oh, yeah, that? She's you know a true I mean? Karen, I, mean, I will tell you that. A true Karen. I mean, she reached peak Karen as a trainee to criticize like that. I mean, that's some, uh, that's hilarious. It's hilarious. The bells chime in support of my point. <laughs> Sorry. So go on, please. Um, so this person totally tried to shit. Yeah, on and me. anytime somebody tells me I can't do something or I'm not smart enough to do something, I'm like, oh, watch me. And I had been oh my beard. I had been thinking about taking the exam for a while because you know you set goals for yourself in your yearly performance review or whatever and. I'm like, oh, I should probably get my RNC. Just I've been here seven years. I should probably like start that. <laughs> um, so that was kind of like the straw that broke me and was like, okay, I'm signing up now. And I signed up to take it in March. Yeah. March. The first week of March. And so I studied from March until May 9th. <laughs> so like I think I signed up March 1st. March 1st until May 9th, I studied my ass off. Like, didn't do anything. Didn't go out. Yeah, no, I mean, look, when you told me you were going for it, I remembered, I immediately remembered that couple of months when Brooke was studying. And, you know, Brando and I were like, we we were smart, happened to be in a situation where we had banked a few episodes. We were like, totally cool. You do what you got to do. <laughs> you know, we were giving you as much space yeah. to just focus on. And that. I was really thankful for that because I am not, I am a very anxious test taker. I have. Which is kind of what I'm building. <laughs> really to, bad test anxiety. I mean, I, really <laughs> bad. <laughs> So th- this is the are kind of thing. Tell so, the story? Look, are you going to tell the story about what I texted you guys? No, you're going to have to tell that story. I think it's better coming from you. So I, I think the thing, the thing that gets me about this is, and what the reason I brought it up at all is, I've never taken this test. So I want to say maybe I would be the same way, right? Um, but I've never been that way with uh, tests in general. Like for me. And I, I can, I don't think this is a good thing. I think it's a sign of something broken. Like I'm missing one of those tracks 
<laughs> on the on the railroad in my brain. Like I, I don't. I'm not trying to say, hey, I'm I'm this better version. I think that that rail is broken. <laughs> okay, because the minute I'm done with the test, I'm not thinking about it anymore. Yeah, like it's just off my radar. I don't. I am moving forward, and I'm not thinking about it. And I I've seen uh, in Brooke's case the the studying was stressful. Oh yeah. Because you don't it's not clear you don't know what's in on this the RNC certification. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's on the test. So it's really this trying to put as much data in as possible. Mm-hmm. And then once you're in the test, that's what I want you to talk about. So you can tell the story, but I want you to describe the test because it's cruel. Yeah, it's a it's kind of cruel. So you study in my case I studied a lot. I got all the books you could possibly get off of Amazon. All the test questions, there's like a huge test. I think Brooke shared with me like a a bank of questions from her her work. <laughs> and bank. I'm like <laughs> I love the use of this word. I mean, that's a lot. A bank, a bank of, of questions. questions. And so, like, you get comfortable and you're like, oh, okay, like, a lot of these books have the similar questions. Like, there's questions about this diagnostic and this diagnostic. And you're like, okay, like, I know that, I know that, I know that. And you get to the point where you get, where I was getting like 90s on my practice tests. So I felt pretty confident going into it. (laughs) And then I get there that day and I sit down to take this test. It's 175 questions, you have three hours. 25 questions get thrown out and you don't get to find out your results for 15 to 21 business days. <laughs> well, and no, no, my right. Is it the same as it was with Brooke where it, it's not that you have to answer every question? No, you do. That's you're thinking of the NCLEX. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking something different then. Okay. The NCLEX so is it, the, it's 175. Yeah. The NCLEX like is the one where it just like shuts off once it has enough information. And then this that might stress me the yeah, fuck out. I I literally cried. That might freak me out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also cried for this one. <laughs> I, okay, so this is what I want to get to. Okay, so 175 questions. Yeah. Morning of, do you can you eat? Uh barely. I ate a banana. And you're nervous going yes, in. Yes, I had to take you're not like, meds. <laughs> so you're not like a, you're not like a UFC fighter's pumped. No. Jogging I on her way to the ring, a ball of you know, you're getting ready. Emotion. <laughs> <laughs> the whole way there, I rode in my car in silence. <laughs> oh man, you did not make this easier I yourself. Get in there, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make it easier for myself. Like, you can't bring anything in with you, so I just bring my ID and like my other form of identification. And then I like. I'm like, I got this. I can do this because my anxiety meds start kicking in. And I sit down in front of the computer. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, yeah. I sit down in front of the computer and I see the first question. And I just, in my mind, I went, fuck. (laughs) Fuck. And as I'm clicking through, I'm like, none of these questions were what what they suggested we study. None of them were... Ner- like they were very much provider related. And when I say that, it means like if I was a doctor, I'd be making these decisions, but I'm not a doctor. I'm a nurse, like totally different scope of practice. Right. So I had a lot of those questions. <laughs> well, and so this is the same thing that Brooke had said coming out of the test was that she, you feel she felt like she was taking the uh, NP test. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Or yeah, like it was a like they had given you the wrong exam. Except I stepped out of the test and I feel like I just got the shit kicked out of me. I was like, <laughs> I ins- like this. Which, I composed <laughs> myself. Like took the took three hours to take this damn test. Walk out of the building. I held everything in until I got into my car, and then I just started bawling hysterically. I was like. Anxiety crying. I'm going to be so embarrassed. People at work are going to find out. Mind you, I didn't tell anybody at work I was taking this test. (laughs) Never mind cunty Karen at work who had some shit to talk, right? I was like, they're going to find out. It took me two times to pass this. I didn't pass. I failed. I cried for three days straight. I shit you not. Three days in my bed. 
I thought I had consumption. Wait, in the meantime, we're trying to like send you messages of like, you're good. You got this. You put the work in. You're fine. You're like, no, no, I, I fucking failed. I was like, I it's over. Failed. <laughs> my, I mean, my you seriously was, like, were like, no Paxton, man, and aliens. <laughs> it's over, man. Came it was over. literally, my favorite was my last breakdown before the test. And I messaged you guys that I was on my bathroom floor crying. Yeah. That was the best. Literally, <laughs> I don't mean to say it like, like that. I was like, I am literally sitting on my bathroom floor crying. What am I crying about? Thank you for asking. I am crying because I am never going to see Aaron Tibet on Broadway in Moulin Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> like hysterically crying. I've had all this time to go see him. But I picked that specific day to be upset about not seeing him. <laughs> yeah, everything in life was terrible that day. Just and I picked that like one thing to it. focus on. I cried all day about that, by the way. <laughs> I only Listen, posted it because I knew you guys I... would get a kick out of it. <laughs> oh, and look, shamefully, I totally did. And look, part of the reason oh. that I did, though, is it's funny to me because even you know everybody else that's that's can relate to you brooke could relate to that feeling she went through that feeling brando could relate to having trouble with those days of testing it only made me feel like i've seriously had major questions about my own mental health <laughs> cuz i'm like i can't remember a test where i've ever done like and i mean that like i mean i get to the end and i'm like whoo sweet yeah. I'm, it's over and Whatever happens is cool with me. I'm, I'm okay. I, I think it's because maybe I go through that process of like in a, in a bad way. I accept that I have no control, and if if, if it doesn't work, okay. I, I've, I've like I've already swallowed these terrible pills, right? right. Like I've already like eh, maybe I failed. That's a, I'm gonna deal with that. I'm just gonna accept that that's the reality, and I'm gonna just enjoy the time I got in front of me, and um. That doesn't mean that once I found out that I screwed up, I wouldn't be upset. But I don't get anxiety crying and stressed over it. It's like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then I get the test results that shows I'm a true, full-on moron. <laughs> and then I would be angry at myself. I'd be pissed. And I'd look at everything I didn't do that I should have yeah. done. I shouldn't have gone out that night. I shouldn't have gone and seen that movie. I should have done more studying. You know, I would have been really self-critical in 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 retrospect. but. Uh, thankfully, none of that is something you had to do because you you killed it. I, I mean, I don't know about killed it. I got average on everything, but I passed it, so I'm very proud about that. Well, come, I'm like, see, yeah, degrees. Yeah, of course, you should be. <laughs> well, that's a hard thing to get to accomplish. Yeah. It's a major accomplishment. I, the pre There's and, like an official press release that they send you. I did not know this. Oh, and on the That's press cool. release, it says there's only like 200,000 nurses in the United States that have this certification, which made me feel cool. Yeah. Look, that's true. <laughs> well, it should. There's a, that's a very small percentage. Yeah. I mean, and look, I think uh, you can't have lived through the last two and three years without having a clear idea that we don't have enough skilled professional nurses right and that nurses aren't appreciated nearly as much as oh, they I gotta should tell be. you what i got for nurses uh, week too lay it on me um so our lovely wonderful um company gave us a package of tuna oh i didn't it suck isn't that messed up man <laughs> a package of tuna it's messed that was up. set to expire in two weeks. <laughs> Defa, yeah. man, seriously. <laughs> and not even like okay tuna, like ranch tuna. So they handed it to me. I don't understand yeah. it, man. And I'm allergic to it tuna. So they hand me this package. <laughs> and I go, I go, oh, and they're like, happy nurses week. And I was like, um, I'm going to give this back to you. And they're like, this is your nursing week gift. And I was like, if I eat this, I'll die. <laughs> and the person That's handing it to me was like, yeah, let me get that back. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think it's something I would love to 
I would I I wish I understood it more. I wish I understood it more because I don't think I really think there is a huge gap in understanding of what the role and responsibility of nurses are. Yeah. In 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 any setting, but specifically in any ICU. Like you guys are doing you, I mean, you're infantry. I, I, uh, when any, whenever I'm talking to people, it's how I refer to you and what you do is that you guys are special forces. You can't be easily replaced. We're in dire need of you, and we don't have enough. Mm-hmm. And it's especially in emergency situations. But to the layman person, it's like you have been tattooed with this candy striper image or of that, just or like. This, and look, to the point, even even to some of the graduates, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have hard-ons for doctors. Like, doctors do every... Look, I'm not shitting on doctors. Doctors are important. I have a lot of respect for what they do. That is a, a brain. You need those brains. But the best message I heard during the pandemic from a an MD was having a hospital with no nurses, you might as well not have a hospital. Yep. You just can't do it without them. And without the observational input. To be able to react, this not everything is is done by first going out to this. Uh, they have this. That's what I think it is. To the average person, the doctors, the alpha, and you guys are just a team of betas, and that's why you get tuna for for nurses week. You should be getting massages. So, anyway, Becky, congratulations, truly. I mean, really, really big achievement. Um, Super impressed. Major flex. Had to put a little bit of a spotlight on it because you're such a badass. And uh, believe me, if 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 there's any justice, uh, hopefully people will get more of an awareness of what it is that you do. Because how do, and look, sometimes you do the best. The best times, uh, the best stories I hear, and I know you have some of these stories too, are when. Because you working in in the NICU, it's when you play a crucial role in having a very sick, premature uh, infant grow to their two year birthday, and those parents never forget about you, and they send you pictures or a birthday card. You know, you're part of that family forever. And I think those are the best cases. The worst ones are the ones that we've laughed at in the past where they think you don't know what the hell you're talking about, or you try to, you know, you shouldn't put your baby on the floor. I think I know what's best for my baby. And you're just like, okay, (laughs) you know, it's not, it's not a, it's not an easy job that you do. And I also just think it's fucking killer when people, anybody, anybody that goes out there and is willing to take on the gauntlet and grow their, I don't know, their portfolio, their, their, career in any way and i hope that you did you flex it in front of that person that talked some shit did you get a chance did she find out uh, we're still chiming away on the clock i sure yeah she found out she was all fake about and? it she was like oh my god congratulations and i was like you bitch <laughs> dude i would to- you know what you should do from now on every now and then you should call her amber oh i should and just fuck. I'm sorry, I forgot Amber. I mean, not Amber. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, shit. <laughs> you know, yeah. snap your finger. Uh, I, I listen. I think that shit's funny when uh, they do it in bad B comedies all the time. But I think it's great if you can pull it off in person when oh, you're like no, Tim. The like it's Tom. Could. I know. I'm sorry, <laughs> Tony. Tony. No, it's Tom. Oh, oh my bad. <laughs> No. Listen, Todd, I am really sorry for messing up your name. <laughs> I love doing that shit. I think it's hilarious. And if anybody deserves it, it's uh, Amber, who you work with. <laughs> I just, <laughs> Amber and with I want to say thank you to you guys, too, for being like you and Brooke and Brando for all being there. Because I was a disaster. <laughs> and it, it well, was much dude, appreciated to have you people did that, that by yourself. To have people. Uh, that won't make fun of you to your face about crying on the floor about Aaron Tibet. <laughs> You're so pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> he really is an no, amazing dude, singer, okay? <laughs> I mean, look, you, you kicked ass. You deserve all the Thank props. Thank you so much. It's a mad Thank flex, you. dude, really. Thanks. 
All right, let's wrap this up. Thanks for joining us for another episode and humoring us while we uh, spotlight my co-host here for being such a badass. Uh, We hope you'll join us for another episode coming very, very soon. We're going to be a little more on schedule going forward. And uh, with Becky having her worst of anxieties behind her and no tests in front of her, (laughs) everything should be a lot more smooth and uh, easy to get through. Um, You know, if you like what we're doing, take a chance and hit the subscribe button so you're notified every time a new episode comes out. Uh, We'll be getting on to episode 60 coming up, which is kind of fucking cool, and I'm really proud of that one. Uh, You can check out any of the other podcasts I mentioned before on the website. It's www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. Brevity Box is brought to you by Area 42 Studios and Sound. If you want to know more about that, there's more information coming keep checking the website and we will see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining us later. Bye. Bye.